The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Baby, now I got the flow. Cause I know it from the start. Baby, when you broke my heart. That I had to come again. And show you that I win. You lied to me. All those times I said that I love you. Russell Wilson, it's Matty Ice to the Colts. Just that Chris Bryant is a winner. Just that I'm a winner. And Mickelson's missing the Masters. All on an Edelman unretiring, Michael Malone firing, Taco Tuesday audition of the program, Jake. Oh my goodness gracious! Who do you think you are? We are. What it do, baby? Yeah! Let's go. Got the good show today. And why wouldn't we? We're two great talents. <laughs> you know? We didn't play, used to play in the NFL. I didn't used to intern for somebody who, you know, for Tim Spence in the late 90s. We're just two, you know, talented dudes. I'm kind of a big deal. Hey, self-taught. No thanks to you, pops. <laughs> so we're here. We got the good stuff. As usual, Diamond Shelf. We got some Diamond Shelf product for you today. <laughs> what are you looking for today? The best. I think I'll take an eighth of that. Oh, <laughs> more of a quarter guy myself. Whoa, oh, woo Uh, but yeah. <laughs> so let's start with Matt Ryan. Okay, this came out of nowhere. Yeah, I kind of did. Um, what the the you know the quarterback carousel? Damn. I mean, it's like for one team to think that, well, Carson Wentz went to the Colts and then for the, you know, commanders to think that now they're going to be able to rekindle or get the most or more out of a guy who, I don't know, it's crazy. But when you're desperate, you'll do desperate things. You're willing to do desperate things. The Panthers are desperate. The Colts are so desperate to win post Peyton. They went from Jacoby Brissett to um to Philip Rivers to Carson Wentz now to Matt Ryan, and you know this is a, a two year proposition at most. So they'll be in the market again for like another quarterback. But this is the same thing we did. We did the same thing. Okay, so you can run it back with Kirk Cousins. Okay, run it back with Kirk Cousins. You can dip into the draft and try to develop a guy. But for anyone who's like, the Broncos have never developed their own quarterback. Like, well, who has and does these days? Was Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen really truly developed? Or are they just freak shows of nature and would have been very successful anywhere with just a little bit of seasoning and, um, you know, uh, in salt and pepper on them? You know what I mean? It's like 
They're just great players. I guess Kirk Cousins was developed. Um, you know, was Matt Ryan developed? Yeah, but it's like those are old buzzards. I'm talking like the new school, new generation. You know, Tua's going to get this one chance, and if it doesn't work out for Tua this year, he will flame out in Miami. And another team might want to kick the tires on him and bring him in. And, you know, it's the... <laughs> well, I would say Josh Allen was a development. You know, he, he started out a little uh, rocky his first couple years in the NFL, and he developed into something spectacular. I would disagree. I would say that he went to a poop team. That's why they drafted him seventh overall. And in a rookie year, he had like 20 total touchdowns against 10 or 12 picks. And then, you know, pretty quick the next year, he got it figured out. And plus uh, a new off- offensive coordinator with Dable comes in I- and helps develop – you know, Josh Allen. You know, he has uh, he has all the skills. He had all the 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 tools. I don't think guys like I don't consider so Josh Allen, what makes Josh Allen special and um Andrew Luck special and Cam Newton special and John Elway special is they have a physical skill set that is like like what I you call five tool, like a you know, a Mike Trout baseball like a baseball player, right? Um so those guys don't aren't don't they're just like uh Trevor Lawrence. I guess you can call it, you know, to me, they're just going to be stars anywhere. They will be a star anywhere. That's the level of talent of Josh Allen. I am with you. Okay. They did a great job in Buffalo with Josh Allen, but I, I tend to believe, or I, I personally believe that, um, I personally believe that Josh Allen would have been a hit anywhere after a couple of seasons. So, yeah. Um, Let's see. Uh, I'm going to expand my mind here. Expand your mind, Craig. Uh, give me some, let's name some other guy. Just name a quarterbacks. Just name anybody. Name a player. Give me Dak. Dak. Uh, was Dak developed? Um, that's an interesting one. I'd that's say a, probably. I think he had to sit back and have a look at Tony Romo for a little bit. Um, and then you kind of let him loose, and he's a great talent. His rookie year. I think that's a pretty good one. Actually, I, I, I think that's the example. I think it's the opposite. I think Dak is not the example because he had a great rookie year. Well, And, I, he, and then he went in the decline because of injuries. But listen, while all that is true, maybe we can come together on it, he was a fourth-round pick. That's right. where it's like... You know, it's part of the not really needing to be developed, like just put in the microwave for a minute and, you know, let's 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 cook, you know, is the um, heir apparent kind of promise of like all those guys that I mentioned, the Elways and the Cams and the Lux, all those guys were number one overalls. Why? Because the incredible once every five year physical skill set, Trevor Lawrence, too. That's why Josh Allen. Also should have been a number one overall instead of Baker. When we on this show, if you've been listening for a long time, pound and beating the table down, Josh Allen's got to go number one. I didn't believe the Baker stuff even until uh, with the first pick of the 2017 NFL Draft, the Cleveland Browns select quarterback Oklahoma. Baker Mayfield. Everyone's like, whoa. Because that like was like the last 24 hours or 48 hours was like, Baker could go number one. I was like, what? That's stupid. It was all Darnold all the way. Yeah, a lot of Broncos love Darnold. That's scary. Everybody liked Darnold, though. 
I hated Darnold. I hated Darnold. I, oh, I, I hated Darnold. Just a blockhead. I hated him. Like Jake ugh. Locker. He was Jake Locker to me. Total blockhead, meathead. <laughs> I just like was never impressed. His body of work at USC was not impressive. Not at all. Just a pick machine. I mean, like, USC. who doesn't watch a lot of USC football? It's USC. So it's like if you watch, you know he was a turnover machine. He was never special. He was had all the tools in the tool box. So going back to <laughs> Matt Ryan a little bit here. Yeah. Um, Sorry. That's where we Colts, were. The Colts. They're good, and Matt Ryan is. Oh yeah, uh, he still has a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Give. I think they're a ten-plus win team. Uh, you know, we'll see how the whole AFC shakes out. D- do they win the division? Um, yes. Why wouldn't they? Titans. Uh, step back. Jaguars. No, not Jaguars. The Titans take a step uh, back this year. I keep saying that, but also eventually your championship window closes, especially when you keep making runs at it with like the same group. It start to like not believe anymore, you know the come up cools. So I'd say yeah, right now give me the Colts to win that division. They got a lot of things I like. They should resign Ty for nothing and bring try to bring back a little bit of already a pretty good team. I if they could get Ty for cheap, yeah, that would be yeah for that'd sure. Be great. Why couldn't they? But, but if they know? can't, if he if he demands, you a, got a Matty Ice contract. now. He can throw the ball still. Yeah, but Ty is. Injury problem. Listen, Matt I don't Stafford's, know if I want him uh, on the roster. Matt uh, Matt Ryan still has something left. You know? Yeah. Okay. That's it. Yeah, nice. Turn up real quick. Going up. Who's this? I just did three in a break. Okay. 303-831-1340 is the hotline and text line. So hit us there. Uh, uh, Get involved with the show. Join the conversation. We appreciate you guys. 98.1 FM is an option. 107.5 HD3 is an option. You can watch us at milehighsports.com. Check out this little haircut. This little piece right here. I got this going here for Russell. Mr. Unlimited. Uh, lots of ways to get involved. So we want to hear from you guys. Smile like sports. He's at some like resort. Big old fat Elton John. And he goes up to like the DJ booth. It's like, you know, like there's like the DJ at the beach kind of thing. You know, everyone's having a good time. And he goes to the DJ booth and they start playing this. And he's like. I just recorded this one with Dua Lipa. It's just about to be released. And then he just like starts singing the, his bit on, you know, this track. It was pretty sweet. Because like, you know, any old, you know, singer, you can't sing anymore, really. You know, like Daryl Hall comes out and John Elton. It's just like, he's like, sounds like me. <laughs> it's like, I can't go for that. No, no can do. And like, you just hear the age on his vocal cords. If you got flabby arms, and you're blonde, and you're and you're sixty, sixty four, your name is Tanya. Then you you're you're, you know, and it's the greatest thing you ever heard after a couple white claws. But if you really know, you know, old blue eyed soul's voice, that's not his best. That's not his best stuff, Jake. No. 
kiss on my list. Now that's that is the best. That's the best. That is the best. We got a text from our guy F. Lewis. He says Indy could reunite uh, Matt Ryan and Julio Jones for sure. That's a flyer worth taking there. A la Brady and Gronk. Got to do that. That's a must. That's a just you know th- throw throw the guy a freaking bone here. You know what I mean? And yeah, man, they're they're tough. The Colts don't have a lot of superstar, big, gigantic names or something. That's why people are like, how are they good? But uh, Jonathan Taylor is the truth. Their defense is good, and they got a great offensive line. That's kind of the recipe. You know, that's why they're just plugging in quarterbacks and having a lot of success. And that that uh, offensive line is their franchise. It's their franchise. They they hang their hat on it. That running game is a direct benefactor yeah, any, of it. Any like um, rotational guys or part time starters on that offensive line, we can go add. You know, get a little taste of that. I would hope, but I think you know their rotational guys are much take better care than Russell Wilson. The rotational guys aren't much better than what they what the Broncos have now. You know that Tomlinson that tight end was. You know he's brought in to help protect Russell Wilson. And actually, he's supposed to be one of the best at doing that at his position. Um, Garrett Bowles, I think like what he does, a player of his caliber in the position he plays is like what I refer to as like a, um, like bullpen guys. It's like a every other year proposition. Like some years, you just have all the numbers and your lights out. The next year, you just kind of aren't as good in those moments. So I think Garrett Bowles has another like a comeback year a little bit this year. I'm hoping. I hope Dalton Reisner's the um, takes a step forward or like he got a, got a little stale there with him or something. I'm not sure. You know, he was so good early. I think we thought he was going to take it to the next level, and he hasn't quite done that yet. Um, I think with Russell Wilson, it's going to cover a lot of their offensive line issues that they've had because he works the pocket masterfully and when he needs to he gets out to extend the play and that's going to help the offensive line look a lot better and you know help develop the younger guys and even get the most out of your guys they're going to want to protect Russell Wilson they're going to want to protect uh, their franchise quarterback, who's a Hall of Famer, and is their I, best I chance to win. I never see Aaron Rodgers on the ground ever taking sacks. Almost hardly ever. You know, sometimes you could you see it. Like I can envision Tom Brady in the pocket, like pat, 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 kind of self sack. Think th- same thing with Peyton. Like those dancing feet, dancing feet. He knows it's coming. Self sack. I don't really you know, in my mind can't picture Aaron Rodgers a lot of times on the ground being sacked, other than a couple little you know uh, running around there if it's against the 49ers and you know falling on the ground couldn't make a play at the end of a game type of stuff. But I guess my point is I'm hoping Nathaniel Hackett does so many things to make it so very easily for Russell Wilson to not only um, get the ball in Javante's hands and quick throws, uh, but just keep keep him you know, fully protected because of he, for one, um, do you know what it is? You know, I didn't, it's, it's maybe, maybe I should have kind of just put this, these two things together in my argument of, you know, why John Elway kind of those guys like broke down a little bit sooner than these guys playing now till their forties into their forties was because all the wear and tear, the beat down, I mean, the sacks, and the punishment that John Elway and these guys, you know, uh, from a, a, a 
not that much of a different era. It's not like they played in the 60s and the 70s, but still the football in the, football in the 80s and the 90s. And it was, a, it was a different game. So I think these guys being able to play and Tom Brady being able to play, you, you know, so long is, you know, a combination of things. He's very unique. But, you know, for, say, Drew Brees, because Drew Brees didn't, you know, probably take near a half, a, even a quarter of the punishment that John Elway did. 100%. The game has changed. The uh, quarterbacks are coddled. And, you know, in Russell Wilson's case, he wants to play 10 to 12 more years. He's only had that one finger injury. If he injury. wants that, then he's got to, you know, be very, very, can't be taken. He can't. He, can't have another hand injury even, you know, let alone the sh- a shoulder or an, an ACL, an MCL or one like a, a knee in that when you're in your 30s, you can come back. But like you, your athleticism will take a hit. When did it? Uh, well, it'll take I, I'd say, you know what, to quantify it to like what I think a 12 percent hit, a 10 percent hit on like who and what you were before as an athlete. You're 12% less of that as an athlete after in your 30s after going through an injury like that. Um, when did uh, Drew Brees retire? How old was Drew Brees? Was he 40? I'd say 41, but I'll ask Siri. So if if he retired at 40, even with all the injuries he sustained, I think Russell Wilson only having that one one finger injury and taking care of his body like Brady does because he said you know he puts a lot of money into his off seasons yeah. and in his uh, body regiment and well here's why that's the case here's he's gonna play I, till like forty four like here's Brady. what here's what I have a problem with that's ridiculous like that sounds ridiculous Tom Brady's the only guy to have ever been able to do that okay so I keep telling everybody that this is going to be a Peyton-like five-year run, okay? So do you know what, Jake? Why don't you just meet me in the middle? In in the the middle. middle. And we'll say he doesn't go 10 to 12, and he blows by five years, and we're like, he's still in his prime, and he, he goes till he's 40. That's seven years. That's seven seasons of Russell Wilson. Listen, right now, would we take that right right now? If we knew that, so you here's what I'm offering you. You could roll the dice on 10 to 12. Or, worst case, you get the Peyton. Okay? I don't, I don't mean the Peyton accomplishments, but the Peyton three high-level years, and then he's just kind of tapped. It just kind of is, you know, it, it just kind of ends. Would you accept the terms of seven full years with Russell Wilson right now? Or do you want to roll the dice on the 10 to 12 on Russell Wilson? I'll take the solid seven. I mean, that's that's a long time. Yeah. And it's... That's a career. Yeah. Seven years, you know, that's a career for... That's a Carson Palmer-like career in Cincinnati or something like that. Maybe that's not a perfect comp, but, you know, what? again, look what he accomplished in seven years. You got to kind of look at it like that. So um, let me ask you one more question. Would you take every uh, over the seven years? Okay. We agreed on the seven years. Would you take everything that Russell accomplished in Seattle spread out over the next seven years of Denver? Will you take winning a Super Bowl? 
losing another one over these seven years, or will you say, no, I'm going to roll the dice and see what, you know, I believe they can do better than that. Ooh. <laughs> Actually, Jake, why don't you tell us on, on the, the other side? side. 303-831-1340 hotline, go fast, energy drink, text line, join the conversation. It's fun to talk. You know what we're not talking about? Kenny Pickett's little midget hands. Okay, we're not talking about. We're not. We're, you know, we're not talking about Malik Willis um, uh, giving stuff to homeless ladies. That's really cool. And I still uh, listen. I I still think that Malik Willis is going to be a really good player, and this draft's going to yield a couple good quarterbacks. But we ain't talking about no Pickett, no Corral, and no Willis. You know who we're talking about? Mr. Unlimited. Back on the other side of Smiley Sports. What else? There's a couple other NFL moves as well besides the Matt Ryan stuff. And then Baker. Do you know why? Why not Baker to Seattle? I think that makes a ton of success. I actually think Baker is a poor man's Russell Wilson in kind of a handful of ways. Um, and I think, uh, Pete Carroll's kind of guy who could, uh, you know, be resurrect a guy. I don't think Drew Locke's good enough. And I listened to Drew Locke for a minute yesterday, you know, talking about how he, he decided he wasn't going to wear his number three because of respect out of Russell Wilson. For one, they wouldn't have let you, you idiot. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. So he's wearing uh, number two and he's like. But I'd like to see what number two can do. You know? <laughs> he says all the right things. He just can't hoop. He, you know, he's a, he's a pooper. He ain't a hooper. He can't hack it. Oh, Yeah, so <laughs> I, he just, um, that's it. I just thought it was kind of funny. But I also think that I'd get Baker in there to Seattle on a one-year, you know, 12 15 million dollar deal he just has to take and try to make the most of it no i think they would much rather take malik willis at nine okay i think that's what the seahawks are going to do i i can see carolina taking him at six uh but you carolina know, think, was all on him all over him yesterday at the pro day so and that rule was you know i think either carolina seattle uh or the falcons they're looking for a quarterback you know they could trade for baker if they you know want to win, they just picked up uh, Marcus Mariota. The other quarterbacks on their roster, <laughs> Josh Rosen. Mariota. Um, so it's going to be a battle between Mariota and Josh Rosen? No, I don't think so. I think they're going to go get a guy like Baker, uh, unless they're tanking for you know, you know young next year, or you, you know, know what, you know what happened to Rosen when he heard about the Mariota stuff. I'm pissed. He was pissed. I was just like super pissed. So uh yeah, man. Josh Allen. That's so funny. That's the best. Okay, so Marcus Mariota, what's your belief factor that he's got some Tannehill in him or something? Zero. Zero belief factor. I, I don't believe in him whatsoever. Um he is he is what he is. I mean, he I think Tannehill's just very unique and kind of special. 
And I you think know, a lot of teams now are trying to find that next version of that. Tannehill was, and Mariota is a prime candidate for that exact kind of, you know, role. I mean, they they're both athletic, and the the only difference is that Tannehill is actually good, uh, but also that. You know, Tannehill was derailed by injuries for, you know, the very early part of his career. He just couldn't catch a break with his knee. Well, and he was a playing receiver. Right. Right. You know? So. And Mariota, I mean, he had the success in college at quarterback, but he didn't translate well to the NFL. Uh, change gears for just a second. Uh-oh. Uh, one, two, and three uh, went by. And, uh. Uh, just kind of went into a blur after that. I was I was really angry. Teams were passing on me, and I was honestly expecting to get picked at some point and have to fake a smile and go up and and uh, pretend to be happy. But for but for some reason, when I got picked, all of that went away, and it just went to straight excitement and relief. Okay, Rosen. Oh, I wonder how that didn't work. <laughs> hey, psycho. No, I, yeah, oh, man. Um, his bio, his Twitter bio. Still says 49ers on it. <laughs> oh, Dude just stays off Twitter because, I mean, you're getting lit up there probably. If you say anything, Dang. you're going to get lit up. Would you trade your life for Josh Rosen's life? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't care about the, the failures in the NFL. He still made it to the NFL. I mean, that's, Dan Orlowski is one of the hottest young kind of dudes on TV. Right, you know Rosen and Lorlowski, that That's like a; those are comps, bro. That's the, that's equal playing field. One hundred percent. I'm not saying Rosen's going to do that kind of stuff and get into that. I'm saying that's the kind of things you can do, you know, with a career after you go down as like maybe one of the big busts in NFL history at the quarterback position. Not the biggest, but if we're doing a top twenty-five, he might be somewhere up there. He's up there, no doubt about it. He's on it. a top twenty-five somewhere. Hundred percent, and you know. Those media guys, or the, as those NFL busts or you know retirees, they got a job waiting for him in, in <laughs> the NFL Network or wherever. Could he have worked somewhere? A guy like Rosen? Could a guy like Rosen, if he had went and you know had Pete Carroll or Rex Ryan or Belichick or Gruden or could he have worked somewhere? Maybe, a guy like that, maybe Belichick, but even at that, Rosen is inaccurate. And he misses up high, and that's some the worst guys can play. You know who he couldn't? You know, um, Matt Castle played, and Garoppolo's a hot little commodity. But do you know who Belichick couldn't make anything out of? Was Boy. Ryan Mallett. Oh, Ryan Mallett, who had all the tools. You know, man, he was a beast in college. Heck of a physical, uh, you, you know, freak, and he couldn't play a lick. So it doesn't always work. Belichick can't. You know, not everything he touches turns to gold. Gold. Okay, uh, gold jacket, green jacket, boot gives it. You see, Phil's not playing in the Masters. I was wow. Right when you said green jacket, yeah, it kind of gave me that idea. Phil, wow. That Listen, that's okay, everybody. That's punishment. He is self-imposing. I'm missing the Masters as an old guy where he he's won this tournament three times. That is a punishment, guys. Anyone who's unhappy with Field, whatever he said, he said the Saudis are kind of scary over there. I mean, like well, they, some of the humans. I mean, you can't say that in his position. 
but they do some very different things over there. It's different. Very, very different. That's it. That's what it, right? Right. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, he, he definitely put his foot in his mouth, and he's feeling the repercussions of that big time. I don't miss know. the Masters, though? Why does he didn't have to do that? He didn't have to do that. No. The sponsorship dollars and things like that that he lost alone, um, you know, that's punishment enough. Man, he's washed anyway. Fat slob. <laughs> can't never, ever win again. Saggy boobs. Last time we said that, he went and, went out and won the U.S. Open. Yeah. Ooh. So, careful. you know, it's funny. Uh, you know, David Hurlbut, he's a big Thank Phil you, Mick- my friend. He's a, he was a big Phil, Phil Mickelson fan. Uh, was? Well, I, I, he, he still might be. Probably still is. Um, and David's going to the Masters this year. Yeah, I know. And <laughs> Phil's not going to be there. That That's unfortunate. Okay. Uh, let's go to break. 303-831-1340 is the hotline. The Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Um, let's talk about the Nuggets. A little, little bit in crisis mode right now. Lost four out of their last six. Taking some heat. Michael Malone just absolutely hammers his guys post-game. Doesn't bring his starters back in to start the second half and calls all of them out onto the floor. Is Nikola cool with that kind of stuff, you think? I think he is. His ego's not inflated to where he can't take criticism. I think if he wasn't cool with that kind of stuff, Michael Malone wouldn't be saying that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I'm wondering. We could talk about it on the other side. If Michael Malone, you know, there's some guys are incredible developers, developers of talent. Some guys are incredible developers of talent. He's done that at the most highest of level, okay? But also, there's some coaches that, with a group of really talented guys, know how and what it takes to win a championship and how to get all that talent to a championship level, not just the development of the young talent, which Mike Malone has done incredibly. No one's done it better. You know, maybe he, truly Popovich-esque, you know? With the Tony Parkers and the Ginobili's, those guys were the second-round pick and a late first-round pick. So I'm um, just wondering, you know, how how long is that leash for Mike Malone? We'll talk about it on the, the, other, the other side. side. Danny Jake Smiley Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Back in Taco Tuesday edition of the program. 303-831-1340 is the hotline and the text line. Both. Both. Uh, Thanks for being with us. Lots of ways to get involved with the show. Uh, you saw that Tom Brady's working out with Julian Edelman. Okay. So a couple things came out of that. Is Julian Edelman trying to come out of retirement? Okay. And is Julian Edelman a Hall of Famer? Okay. Those are two two topics of, of conversation. So uh, 
Um, he's 35 years old. Could Julian Edelman still play, Jake? Um, I think he could, but I don't think he should. Okay, he didn't play last year. He last played in 2020. Okay, he's a three-time Super Bowl champ. Okay, he has 620 receptions for 6,800 yards and 36 touchdowns. Okay, none of those he has. 2,600 return yards. Those numbers, those numbers are not Hall of Fame worthy, okay? Yet, like, Lynn Swan's the only guy in the Hall of Fame with those kind of numbers, okay? And But Lynn Swan's, like, mystical and magical, too, and has that catch, you know, you know tipped up two or three times on the you know, way to the end zone, like, that we, that it's one of the greatest plays in NFL history that we only see in slow motion, you know? Um, Julian Edelman has one of those. He's also a Super Bowl ch- uh, MVP. Julian Edelman is a Super Bowl MVP. A three-time Super Bowl champ. You know, what are those worth? I don't know. But, like, if you ask me, is each Super Bowl championship that he has worth 2,000 more yards? So do we look at his 6,800 yards as, you know, twelve or 1,300 yards? Because when he did play, look how incredibly valuable he was. You know how many Pro Bowls he went to? Three. Let me run those numbers real quick. Here's how many Pro Bowls he went to. Zero point zero. Also, I'm going to run those numbers on Pro Bowls and or on uh, All Pros. And uh, how many All Pros and Second Team All Pros did he have, Jake? Zero point zero. What's interesting, though, when you pull up here, let me pull up here Wes Welker's numbers. Okay, check this out. Wes Welker, 10,000 receiving yards. Wes Welker, 900 receptions. Wes Welker, 50 touchdowns, plus Wes Welker had almost 7,000 return yards. Okay, we're talking about 17,000 total yards from skim, uh, from scrimmage. Okay, uh, first team all pro twice. Do you know what? Not okay. Uh, five time Pro Bowler. Pro Bowl's one thing. What's all pro mean, Jake? Best of the best. Like the at best position. Just the one or two best guys that year in the whole league at your position. Quite frankly, nobody, nobody does, does it better. better. Okay, so uh, three time receptions leader, Jake. He led the NFL in catches three different times. He was two-time All-Pro first team, two-time second team All-Pro. Okay? Do you know how many Super Bowls Wes Welker won? Three. Run that number again. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Four. No. Not five. No. Not six. No, you're going in the Two. wrong direction. No. One. I think we have the play. We play it. Zero point. Oh. Zero. Oh, oh. Zero? Now tell me, Jake, who's who would you rather? Pedestrian numbers for Edelman. 6,000 receiving yards, 600 receptions, 30 touchdowns, no Pro Bowls, no All-Pros, never a league leader guy. There might be a perception those two guys were the same guy. They were not the same guy, I promise you. Okay? But... 
Julian Edelman won three Super Bowls. All the Super Bowls welcomed in. Edelman got him. And in one of them, 10, 12 catches and was a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, I would take Edelman. You take Edelman's I'll career? i take Edelman's career over West What Rogers. if I told you Walker's getting into the Hall of Fame one day? Which he will. I'd still take Edelman because I, I think Edelman will get into the Hall of Fame, the three Super Bowls, the Super Bowl MVP. I don't think Edelman will ever get in the Hall of Fame. Really? Yeah, Never. the numbers are too pedestrian. The accolades, the accomplishments, the that, moment. The only accolades the and moment. accomplishments are championships but and a Super Bowl MVP. That moment of having to Damn. dive Woo. against I the Falcons. This, I love this conversation. It's one of the greatest moments in NFL history. Holy one of the greatest cow, catches man. in NFL history. How could a guy like that not get into the Hall of Fame? I, I can see where you're coming from with the numbers and the no Pro no. Bowls, no All Pros. Four All Pros, five Pro Bowls, receptions leader three times, 10,000 catches, almost 10,000 receptions, 50 touchdowns, seven more thousand return yards on Welker. Okay, undrafted. Okay, only one player in the history of the National Football League. Dummy. Gail Sayers, ever heard of him? Has more all purpose yards in his first three NFL seasons since Welker did with the Dolphins. With like the Dolphins. Wait, wait, wait. Only one player in NFL history, Gale Sears, had more all-purpose yards in his first three NFL seasons. Eh, okay. We got a text from our guy, F. Lewis. He says, Edelman is ultimate gritty-gutty. <sighs> the ultimate gritty-gutty. He is the ultimate gritty-gutty, is Edelman. No one got more out of less than Edelman. You know? There was a million guys who came through camp every year way more physically talented than Edelman at that position. But they weren't, you know, had the heart of a lion, though. You know? So you'll take, I might, ugh. Damn. Super Bowls. Three of them. Three of them. Those rings alone are worth more than a yeah, I Jack. think... I'd rather be Edelman. I think I'd rather be Edelman. Yeah! You know, if, if you there, chose... I said it. If you chose Welker, I would have pulled this one out. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> uh, Welker had a brilliant career. Welker was a great player, and he was a Bronco for a couple years, too, which I appreciated. So, Does, no, there's no shame in Welker's game. He no. didn't do anything wrong. Anywhere he went, he was a winner, and he was. Don't forget, he was a Charger. He was a Dolphin. He was uh, New England. He's throwing money around. Yeah, he's a kind of a weird player for real. Papa Molly. So does uh, Julian Edelman come back? Does he go to Tampa? No, no. Does he's he watch. just working out. Yeah, if he could still play, he would still be playing. <laughs> you know what I mean? A year off isn't gonna make anything better. Just replace Scotty Miller. I mean, like now he's no Scotty Miller's a great athlete. Eh. Come on. The same guy. Not all white receivers are the same. Jason Seahorn. Jason Seahorn and uh, John Lynch aren't the same guy. Let's go to break. <laughs> okay. 
It's been a good one so far. Join the conversation here. Want to hear from you guys. We'll catch up with some tweets and all the good stuff. A little bit of Chris Bryant stuff I want to talk about. Saw Chris Bryant jersey already. Rocky's team store. They crank those babies pretty quick. Would you rock a Chris Bryant jersey? No. I wouldn't rock any Rockies jersey ever. Well, like a throwback Rockies? No. Uh, No. Nothing? Nothing ever again. (laughs) This franchise is dead to me. You want to get on the A's bandwagon with me or no? We'd love to have you. I'm on that White Sox bandwagon. Oh, really? I like that White Sox. Okay, that's cool. I could try to like the White Sox with you a little bit. I like Tony La Russa, kind of. Except for when he's found passed out trunk at the wheel at like a stoplight. That's, you know, I don't love that Tony La Russa. The, you know, but... I'll it, root for the A's. You root for the A's? I'll root for the A's. Nice little franchise. You know, despite La Russa being found drunk at the wheel, baseball's marched on like an army of steamrollers. It's been rebuilt. Torn down, rebuilt again. Danny and Jake's Mally Sports.